Hello and welcome to a slice of gaming podcast, a weekly gaming industry news roundup podcast where we discuss various topics that occurred over the past week in the gaming industry. We originally planned to have a segment in this first episode giving some brief introductions to all of us, but given the amount of news that happened in the past couple days and our eagerness to discuss the PlayStation Showcase and give our predictions, we decided to forgo that idea until a slower news week. So we'll just introduce ourselves very briefly and mention what kind of games we are into. And let's start with the Uncharted Wolf. How are you doing this evening, Wolf? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, man. Um, I am a big fan of PlayStation and Nintendo, but I also own an Xbox and make sure to play on it every now and then. I love all types of games, uh, shooters, platformers, RPGs, anything of the sort. And I am really excited to be here tonight. Um, And joining us as well tonight is Bench JC. Hello, I am excited to be here tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm a really big fan of JRPGs and have pretty much all three consoles. That's about it. Also joining us is Moon. Hello. Uh, I'm also a big JRPG fan, uh, Western RPG. I also got recently into tactical games too, but uh, you can also see me playing some shooters among pretty much just about anything, even the visual novels I've gotten into recently. And also joining us is Fusion Rated. Hello. Good evening on this Friday, awesome Friday. I'm a huge PlayStation fan, to be honest. I own all platforms, but I am the Sony pony in this Discord, in this podcast. So, like, any PlayStation news, I'm the guy. I guess I should also mention I do have all other three platforms as well. You don't touch your PlayStation. I, I touch hey, my I PlayStation have... all night. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, am, I am just as much as a PlayStation fan as Fusion. I just want to point that out real quick. And yeah, my you two is... are the two uh, Platinum Hunters, aren't you? Oh, yeah. And my name is Dark. I'm a big JRPG guy and big open world game. Big fan of those. Uh, I mainly play on Xbox and Nintendo. I don't own a PlayStation, but I do keep up to date with what they're doing and what games they have. So, yeah. Leading us into the news roundup this week is Wolf. Yeah, so we were going to have a bit more of an introductions episode, but this has turned out to be quite the busy news week, all things considered. Uh, First news story of the week I think is super interesting is Ubisoft revealed their roadmap for this fiscal year, uh, April 2023, leading into March 2024. Um, So what we're looking at here, I got the, uh, this comes from Shinobi over on Twitter, a great follow. He has lined up what the games are looking like and releasing in this next year, we have Assassin's Mirage, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Rainbow Six Mobile, The Division, Resurgence, Skull and Bones, The Crew Motorfest, and X Defiant, and then another large game, as they put it. And I, there is also, um, over at VGC, Tom Ivan, he has wrote up a story, I highly recommend reading it, how Ubisoft plans to increase the number of Assassin's Creed developers by 40%, which is already a massive amount in and of itself. Um, and then one other news story, also time I've been at VGC, uh, get used to that name. He is going to be a very prominent part of this podcast. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage will be released in October as according to a leaker. Uh, I just wanted to know what you guys are thinking about this. Um, I'm going to actually lead it over to Fusion. I know you're the big Ubisoft guy. So what do you think about these games? Yeah, this is really interesting because their slate has always just felt like when Ubisoft shows their roadmap it's always just open world junk usually but for the first time in a while i feel like this is like they have some 
some games here that I feel like people are really actually actually interested in. Like X Defiant, they just had a beta. I just joined it. That's a really good shooter right now. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage, every Assassin's Creed is just going to blow out in numbers when it comes to sales. And I'm super interested in Mirage myself. And as a Far Cry fanboy, Avatar, if they can just be in the Avatar world, but in a Far Cry skin, I'm all game. I'm like Skull and Bones, that game's not coming out. I don't know why they keep showing it. <laughs> I have no hope that that game comes up. The crew, I'm not a big racer, but I know people like the second crew. And now I think that I'm pretty sure that's in Hawaii. If someone can correct me, I'm almost certain it's Hawaii. Hey man, Wait. this is not the podcast to ask. I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, so there? I didn't hear about that. Is that just? Is it just a drive around all the maps of Hawaii? Just game? Is that that's what I, that is? I think it is. I think it's either that. That or is it takes place weird. On the main island, I know it has volcanoes. So whatever Hawaii islands have volcanoes, I know they don't all have volcanoes. It's like. I'm pretty sure. I'm 99% sure. Are we stunting on volcanoes? Like, we just, like, jump right over the <laughs> tip of the volcano? Okay, I might be it, interested it, now. Yeah, just looked it up. It is apparently going to be all Hawaii and whatnot. Interesting detail you noticed about uh, Avatar. Do you think that comes out? Like, do you, are you confident that they're going to hit it? Because I am struggling to believe that hits I, this year. I think we're going to see it before we make any judgments. Yeah. It's definitely not coming out this year and probably next year. Early next year. Early, I, I think yeah, that's like a spring release next year. Yeah, I can see it coming out early next year. Yeah, I mean, if it yeah, is like so. a Far Cry game, I, I'm sorry, um, just uh, if it is like a Far Cry game, like I do think it'll probably sell well in, you know, review fav- favorably, uh, critically. To be honest, I do think that they're another large game is probably Far Cry. Nah, well, this is a rumored good. Star Wars game as well. I mean, it could yeah, be that large game. It could be that, that large Star game because the uh, the uh, rumor about the next Far Cry, Far Cry Seven, is supposed to be like it's a live service game, which I am not for. Yeah, oh God! I Dude, in, in the same week, I recall that Far Cry being like 2025. I'm pretty sure Tom Henderson and Insider Gaming tweeted out it was 2025 in Alaska. So I doubt that's what they're talking about. It could be that Star Wars game that we haven't seen yet. So whatever game is like, they have to show it. It will be shown that Ubisoft forward in a month. If it's coming out by, I month. forgot that you are doing a conference. Okay. Yeah, I also agree that it's a decently strong roadmap if they can hit most things, but because it's been, we've known that Ubisoft is really struggling lately. So if they can get at least some solid things under their belt, maybe it'll pick back up. But that only you can hope for that because it's usually Ubisoft. Okay. So Fusion, sell me on X Defying because I actually did see some people talk on Twitter like, oh, this is actually like, like kind of a surprise hit. Like this actually might work. Yeah, so I, I was very surprised from it. I'm, I'm not sure who likes the older Call of Duties in here, but like it felt very much oh, arcade arcade Call of Duty. Like Call of Duty as we know it now is like the new engine, pretty realistic. They're going for like Those over... Good Call of Duties. Yeah, it felt like it's actually... X Defy, I'm pretty sure the dev team is former Call of Duty devs. So like they that took like, that arcade That's feeling, exciting. no skill-based matchmaking. Like they put it all, it's very colorful. I thought the movement still, it, it will never reach the Call of Duty level of smoothness. But for a beta, it ran very well. The maps were awesome. The guns felt good. I think everyone walked away pretty excited about that game. So I could see it be, and it's free to play. Like you might as well okay, try I was about it to ask free. that. Like, is it free to play? So, okay, yeah. I'm, I'll at least try it. So, quick update. Yeah, so about that Tom Henderson thing you were talking about, uh, I, I found out this uh, article from Gag Gadgets, uh, written okay. by Anton Kratuik. I 
apologize if I butchered that name, but it seems Tom Henderson uh, is confident that Ubisoft will show the following games at E3. Rest in peace. Uh, Just Dance 2024, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Assassin's Creed Nexus, Division Heartland, X Defiant, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Skull and Bones, The Crew Motorfest, and Second DLC for Rabbit Spark of Hope. But he also mentioned how they are not going to be showing Splinter Cell, Far Cry 7, and the Star Wars game. So I think that kind of tells us what, what we won't be getting. I don't think the big game is any of those three. and Because I, I do trust Tom Henderson. Yeah, so that kind of narrows down like whatever this another large game is. There's no way it's beyond good and evil, right? <laughs> Wait, oh, that game has to, actually has to exist first. <laughs> yeah. They put Skull and Bones on the same list. Uh, that is so crazy. The Skull and Bones is the most interesting one on that list. I just can't. I feel like they're just saying it's going to come out because they know that it's very like bad faith to not put it on that list because it's like, how do you still not have a date for this game that's been in development for like God knows how long? Like I remember a show they showed it off at E3 2018. Has it really been that long, Jam? Yeah, I think it yep. surprisingly does hit this year. This year. Yes, I think it surprisingly does hit this year at some point. I remember it it was going to release the same week as God of War Ragnarok. I still remember that. Oh, right. I remember that. I think Mirage is their big, like, this holiday title. Avatar might be early next year, but I feel like Skull and Bones are going to throw that, like, early December. Like, December 7th or something, some random day, and they're just going to be like, have fun. The game's out. Play it. Also, a game that was completely missing from pretty much everything Ubisoft is the Prince of Persia remake. That's like, even oh, yeah, there... That game that's completely exist. disappeared. <laughs> it's gone. That game vanished from existence. Yeah, I just can't imagine that game ever comes out. So the Shadow Realm. Maybe it'll come out, but I don't think we're seeing it anytime soon. Yeah, I agree. Um, what about this they were like redoing, the, redoing the whole engine, pretty much. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't imagine it comes out anytime soon. Um, what about the Rainbow Six mobile game? Do you guys got any thoughts? I don't think we really. It's got a competitive shooter and on mobile. That's like double kind of, negative for me. <laughs> should be like yeah. the most toxic mobile game of all time. For yeah. real. Uh, I'll and then mobile, I guess but that could be fun. I don't know. And then uh, the Assassin's Creed Mirage uh, October. You guys think that's a Trump statement? Yeah, that's lucky. It seems yeah. very likely. Yeah, they want it out this year, and it should be do pretty well for them, and hopefully bring some older. If it if it's promise, if it actually delivers on what it promises to go back to the more traditional Assassin's Creed before their like series reboot with Origins, then it it could be interesting to see how well they pull that off. Just hopefully the game isn't like ridiculously long this time because <laughs> I could not beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I have like eighty hours <laughs> in that game. I don't it, think anyone did. I don't I think got, anyone's beat I, that game fully. I did beat that game, and it was like critical pass for eighty hours. <laughs> so, yeah, it, Jesus <laughs> Christ, that game does not end. As long as I'm shorted, I'm pretty excited for Mirage, honestly, because missing out on the original Assassin's Creed and like knowing how many people love those games and like just the actual assassin in Assassin's Creed, like I'm personally excited for Mirage. I think it would do well. They just gotta not, gonna hit. They gotta yeah, not throw really bloat into it. It'll sell yeah. well. They all do, but it's just a matter of it being a quality experience. Yeah, how well will it sell is the real question. I guess um, to kind of end it off, are you guys confident about Ubisoft's year? I'll say right now, I'm not really the biggest Ubisoft fan. Same. I'm a Far Cry fan. I like I like Far Cry and I like Rayman, and that's really it. But I do think that this roadmap looks pretty confident. I'm confident about them be honest, at least if they somewhat turning it around. <laughs> 
if Assassin's Creed by itself comes out this year, they'll be fine. Yeah, they don't really need much. It's just, it's just crazy how many people they're throwing at that project now. Yeah, like I said with the article, it's like 40%. That is ridiculous. They pretty much made Assassin's Creed their Call of Duty. Like, yeah. take 10 of those people and make Rayman. Like, I don't get it. Like, give us Rayman <laughs> back. I don't know. Rayman's I want to so uh, As a Rayman fan, I just accepted it. It's never happening. That's another large game. Trust me. I mean, he's coming to... Uh, he's in the Rabbids game with Mario. <laughs> yeah, Relegated to DLC. Wahoo! <laughs> I'm real excited. <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess that's it for that story. Um, any last thoughts, or are we all good? Anyone want to take a wild stab in the dark about what another large game is? I, I have no idea. It could at this be point. anything. Anything. It would be a well, yeah, because didn't did you just say that it it's knocked gonna... out like it's not going to be Star Wars, it's not going to be Far Cry Seven, it's not. So like those were like the only real contenders. So who knows what yeah, this is? Maybe it's just a whole new IP. Who knows? Um. It, anyways. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I would say I've I've seen around the internet that Immortals Phoenix Rising, the sequel. I've, I've oh seen some, yeah, I've seen some about that, how that game might be closer than we think, and I could see them announce it next month and it be out yeah. in the next ten months. Good. Wasn't the you, rumor yeah. that the next Immortals was supposed to be like Polynesian? Yeah, something like, like Polynesian that. mythology. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good call. I, I completely forgot about that rumor. Uh, yeah, I think it actually is Immortals. I, I, I'd put money on that. I don't know if they would consider that another large game, though. I think the I mean, first game was pretty large. They considered the first one pretty large, yeah. Uh, I guess that's... Like, something. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess that's it for Ubisoft. Um, and now for some sad news. <laughs> Overwatch 2 PvE mode has been cancelled. Uh, I'm going to get real emotional here. As for... <laughs> Full disclaimer, I am a huge Overwatch fan. I've played since 2016. And this news hit me like a jackhammer. Uh, this is an interview from GameSpot, Tamar Hussein. He did an amazing job uh, kind of going into it with Aaron Keller about everything. Uh, if you guys don't know, Overwatch 2 was announced in 2019. Then they were really touting this big PvE mode with hero trees, skill trees, all that. And the big news is that the skill trees are gone. And a lot of the progression, the character progression, is completely gone. They're scrapping it, and they're going to f- release the PvE story modes like piecemeal, basically. Just the story missions, every now and then, instead of a full-on campaign, we're kind of getting them like once per season. At least that's my assumption. We don't know the full plan. Uh, I got some quotes that I want to go over. Uh, this is from Aaron Keller from the GameSpot interview. I highly recommend watching, uh, listening, reading the whole thing. Uh, Development on the PvE experience really has not made the progress we would have hoped, uh, News explained. The team has created a bunch of amazing content, so there's awesome missions that are really exciting. There's brand new enemies that are super fun to fight and some truly great and ridiculous hero talents. But unfortunately, all the effort required to put all that together in a Blizzard-quality experience that we can ship to you is huge, and there really is not an end in sight. So we're left with another difficult choice. Do we continue to pour all that effort into PvE, hoping that we can land it at some point in the future, or do we focus on the live game? Uh, And then one more quote here. But at the same time, what we came across... uh, This is Aaron Keller. But at the same time, what we came away with that from that first experience was a new value for developing Overwatch. It was a new value for running the team, namely to always be putting out fresh, exciting, fun new experiences for our players. As we were running up to watching Overwatch 2, we realized that we could not build a, a we could not build that other game. 
we couldn't save up all that other content over the course of what was looking to be at least the next several years to finish it. And by doing that, pulling more and more resources away from the people that were all playing our game and all the people that would be playing Overwatch 2. So we made a decision later that later last year that we would focus all of our efforts on the live running game and all our PvE efforts on this new story arc that we're launching in Season 6. Uh, that's basically the gist of everything. There's obviously a lot more to this story. There's one more interview I want to pull up a bit later, but um, I guess just I have a lot of thoughts. I want to get, uh, pull it over to you guys first, though, because I'm going to be ranting. I think it's yeah. just another failure on Blizzard leadership that they just weren't able to pull this off after it was announced so long ago and still kept touting it for the last couple of years. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's happening at Blizzard, but they've become a joke of a company as of late. Like, the amount of mishaps and fuck-ups that they've gotten as of late, that, on top of this, they cover up their mistakes. They'll announce something terrible has happened, and then they announce, like, a new Overwatch hero, and the community just forgets about everything. Even this news was covered up by the hype of Peers of the Kingdom, which is, like, taking over the internet. Um, It's just failure after failure, or some controversy, and it just doesn't stop. Yeah, I wanted to actually point that out real quick. The idea they from that interview we could learn that they they were like not gonna do this PvE mode. They already decided around the launch of Overwatch 2. So they knew for months that this was not gonna be like a thing. Almost six decided, months. <clears throat> yep. And they decided to wait until like literally a month before Diablo 4, because they know most of the everyone's gonna forget by Diablo 4, basically, is their kind of viewpoint, in my opinion. Let it, let it be noted, this was like the whole reason Overwatch 2 was created <laughs> Yep. And oh, like, and, I have an inner from the Aaron Keller. Aaron Keller posted a blog post. This was the quote that I came across that really bothered me when he said right here, when we announced Overwatch 2 in 2019, the idea for the game was centered around the PVP game we released last October and on the PVE side, story missions and hero missions. I call complete BS. You really you showed off that game and touted it as a PVE experience that the whole reason for the Overwatch 2 was for the PVE side. You never advertised the PvP side as part of Overwatch 2. It just became that. I don't know where he decided to say, oh, no, we always had the PvP side in mind for the like Overwatch 2 part. No, the whole Overwatch 2 was the PvE, and it's almost completely scrapped. And that's extremely frustrating as a massive fan of, Blizz of Overwatch. So they just made all of our copies of Overwatch completely useless for nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like Overwatch 2 without the PvE is just Overwatch with one less. It's just more Overwatch. Overwatch. Like I don't, don't. I don't get it. Literally, the only thing that had to happen was that Overwatch got a fun-sized update. Exactly. They didn't it, it, change. They it removed a the hero from the Ross. They removed a hero from the the matches. Big so cool. I want to I want to point this out. From this is this is coming from someone who has kept up with Overwatch ever since 2016. I have yeah always kept up with the updates from. Basically, late 2019, all the way to the release of Overwatch 2, they completely neglected Overwatch 1. They basically halted development on so much. The last character for Overwatch 1 came out in February 2020, if I remember correctly. I can always get fact-checked later. But if it was February of 2020, it was Echo. And then for two whole years, we got no new characters. And the idea was, oh, we're going to get new characters at launch for Overwatch 2. We're going to get a big new roster. Okay. Then Overwatch 2 is revealed released and they say okay it's only three characters my viewpoint was 
they're just focusing on the hero talents, the skill trees. They're going to release the characters over time. And eventually we'll get that PvE mode and we're going to spend hundreds of hours leveling them up. It's all good. I kept moving the goalpost. I kept defending Blizzard because I kept saying, guys, we shouldn't be like making fun of Overwatch 2 now because guys, the PvE mode is going to save this game. And then again and again, they kept moving the goalpost and then they pulled this and say, never mind, that was never actually a thing. I just feel like an idiot forever defending them and thinking, oh no, they're going to figure it out. Because I'm just told now that I should stop trusting in Blizzard completely from here on out. At this point, yeah. I am sick of their BS, of them trying to cover up their tracks, trying to throw it all under the bus. This is bullshit. Total mishandling of leadership. And obviously, don't send any hate to the devs. Like the little, like the programmers, they didn't do anything wrong. You know, the, the random game designers. This is complete leadership, just mismanagement. I am sick of it. Yeah, not only that, like any faith in anything blizzard does anymore because everything just ends up a failure or not they don't deliver on anything they promise so it's hard to trust in anything they come out and say and i mean they announced blizzcon for later this year and what are they going to show there that's just going to make everyone forget about this it's, it's going to be all the opposite for going to be a new hero of course <clears throat> and one new hero yeah that's my thing is like i'm so excited for diablo 4 and it's just like in the back of my mind, I'm like, can Blizzard actually deliver? Like, at some point, something's going to happen with Diablo 4 where I'm like, okay, you just ruined your video game because they just keep ruining their franchises. No, Diablo so, 4 will come out. It'll be good. But then there's going to be a new controversy, and they're going to cover it up. They're going to be like, oh. I can tell you right now what's going to happen. I can tell you right now what's going to happen. They're going to introduce microtransactions later that's, on. That's my, that's my thing. It's gonna, the mobile game 2.0 is about to hit. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, we have any last thoughts, or am I... Okay, to just move on from this. Uh, I'm uninstalling Overwatch 2 from my Xbox right now. That is the best decision you could ever make. The PV was like really the only thing that kept me around. Mm-hmm. Only reason I was excited for that game and the fact that it's just not going to deliver makes it's just, it's just a it's an L for the gaming community. Not just people who liked Overwatch or people who wanted Overwatch 2 to be good. It's just like that game has been thrown at us for like three to four straight years now of them just being like, here's Overwatch 2 with this PvE. Like everyone saw the cinematics in Overwatch from 2016 and were like, this could be amazing in like a campaign setting. And they just like used all that hype and that energy and were just like, just kidding. Back to the PvP. You bring a real point. They've kind of taken all of the money that went into Overwatch 2 and made an Overwatch movie or animated like series and it would have been phenomenal. Look at Riot. Look at Riot Games and what they're doing. They saw how good League was doing, how well that was doing. So they're like, okay, we're making a show. We're making multiple animated series. We're making multiple games set in the universe. We're making an MMO. We're making all a fighting game, all this, because we know our IP is strong. Blizzard was literally, they created this golden IP, Overwatch, a 10 out of 10 IP. And they do fucking nothing with it. They just let it die slowly but surely with barely addressing the community's issues with the games over the years and then oh they create this bs sequel and then get rid of the thing that most people were even excited for and they never did an animated show like yeah sure there was the animated shorts those are shorts that's something that i watch like five minutes of and then never think of again where are where's the show where is the arcane level quality that i expect from this company it's ridiculous how they just threw away this golden child of an ip this ip that 
every company would have killed to have in their back catalog. You know how badly Capcom would have liked something like Overwatch? They keep trying with this re- these Resident Evil multiplayer games and they keep failing. <laughs> they would have killed for an Overwatch-style IP. But Blizzard apparently has no idea what to do with it as they're too busy focusing on WoW expansions in that community. It's ridiculous how they just completely don't care about Overwatch and its community, it feels. It, maybe that, and obviously there are developers that care, but I am not getting the read from Overwatch leadership that they care about us, and it's so frustrating. Can I just so say happened. something interesting I've, I've always thought about Overwatch that I always thought was weird, even from like the initial release of the game, of the first game? It's so weird to me. Like you have these shorts that are like build up this world of like, yeah, there's this hero organization, there's these villains that are fighting them. It's like this is the whole typical good versus evil thing. But yet the gameplay itself is like, we gotta push the payload. <laughs> and the heroes yeah. and villains are like on the same team sometimes. It's like it, it's just a funny concept to me. Like the whole Overwatch oh, yeah. from what it establishes itself as like a world, a game world, and what the actual game is is just such a just juxtaposition for me. So funny. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it mean, was always amusing to me. And this is my last point. It's just that it's just really frustrating that like you have you created such an amazing world and you just did nothing with it. Like genuinely, that is the saddest part yeah. about everything. People love that universe. People love. Yeah, the I'm, Overwatch I'm universe. one of them. I love and, like, that universe I just, so much. I never got into Overwatch 2016, but like I feel so bad for the people who like Overwatch was at the point like it won game of the year. Overwatch is yes. an IP that is just like. It is gigantic across the globe, and they have just like thrown it behind the buildings. They're like, it's ridiculous. They just don't care. It, it's just, it's insane. We could talk about this all day. I do want to move <laughs> on from the topic because it is making me cry. <laughs> but not like, for, go ahead. The not safe for work community has done more for Overwatch than Blizzard has done for <laughs> and then genuinely. And I'm like that was always a joke, but that. genuinely, at this point, I think it's true. <laughs> I think another topic. For Blizzard is like something. Another failure of leadership is forcing people to go back to the office because you're just killing tons. Mm-hmm. Of, you're you're losing talent, and that's the main reason why none of this could happen is because you're you don't have the talent because you're chewing them away. You're pushing them away. It's a Blizzard, product of your own creation. Blizzard takes me as a company where they just think money will create anything well, and it's just like they just think that's they have so much money that they just throw money at things, and they're like. Oh, it missed. Shucks. Like, they don't care because they just have so much money that they just, like, they just move on so quickly. I just think they don't have a plan with Overwatch. Like, they they always say they have plans, but they, if you actually read the blog post, it was interesting. They were basically building Overwatch, like, after the initial launch, they were trying to build it into uh, the Project Titan, which was what Overwatch was originally. And it was originally an MMO, and they were trying to slowly build it into Project Titan. And that explains so much into how, like, Overwatch was updated throughout the years because it really felt like they were just kind of throwing shit out at the wall instead of actually evolving and creating a lot of these things that we were expecting. We were expecting a campaign for Overwatch 1, no joke, like we thought it would be like a year later and it's like, oh, here's some actual like campaign type things. They kept saying that, yeah, we want to do a campaign and (laughs) now we see where that went. Nowhere. Absolutely Mm -hmm. nowhere. (laughs) It's a shame, honestly. All right, well, well, that's enough sad news. Now it's time for some exciting news, baby. We got the PlayStation Showcase. Sony Ponies Unite. It is time. (laughs) 
we all got our uh, predictions ready. So right here, we got the over at the PlayStation blog from Sid Schumann. The show will run a bit over an hour, focusing on PS5 and PSVR 2 games in development from top studios from around the world. Expect a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios, as well as spellbinding games from our third-party creators and indie creators. Uh, PlayStation Showcase broadcast live next Wednesday, May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. British time. Uh, obviously... We are all very excited, except Dark. <laughs> but I know I know we're all definitely like excited to see what Sony's been cooking. This is definitely going to be one of their big presentations for probably this entire year. I can't imagine they do another PlayStation Showcase this year. Uh, I, we all, I mean, yeah, they may, but like we can never really predict them the same way we can like a Microsoft. Bring back PSX. Oh, God, I wish, man. I really do. That was always such a fun event. Um, I guess... We, I, I did say we all have our predictions. I kind of wanted to make this a bit more interesting. So we all have three predictions, uh, two predictions and one dream prediction. Basically something that you don't think is actually going to happen, but a man can dream, basically. And I wanted to make sure that we didn't just say, oh, Spider-Man 2 will get gameplay. So I required everyone to have an addendum. Basically, Spider-Man 2, <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man 2 will get gameplay released for November. Something like that. Uh, I guess we can all start. Um, why don't we start with Bench? What do you got over there, bud? All three or start with one? Just yeah, do one. We'll do one, one, one. No, no, oh, no. Okay. One, one, one. I think we'll get the last pre-launch FF16 trailer and a shadow dropped a demo. I put money that's on that. That's a good one. I think that's, that's a good one. one. That's, 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 that's like a guarantee. Did they ever do a yeah. demo for FF7 Remake? Uh, yeah, they yes, but they all, they've also openly talked about yeah. wanting to do a demo close to launch with FF16. I don't remember so that. I think it's oh, hell yeah. That just made my the FF, <clears throat> uh, Dark, the FF7 remake demo, it was like the first chapter. I, rem- oh. I, I played it. I, I, I know for sure it was a thing. <laughs> um, I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, man, that was fucking old as shit. <laughs> it, it's, oh. That was 2020. <laughs> Pre-COVID. When I, I think pre-COVID was when we got that demo, which is insane to think about <laughs> uh what's it called benchy uh I, I agree with that prediction honestly i think that's a good prediction uh what about you dark what's your first prediction i won't be that guy i do think spider-man's gonna get a release date for either september or october we're probably gonna get a game well we're gonna get gameplay of course but we're gonna get a pretty story focused trailer i think yeah that's my both. prediction i, I think it'll be it september or october which one yeah, would you put money on um well, which one september but it could be either or. Fight right next think, to Starfield. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's gonna be like they release it? They you jump into a story trailer, and then after the story trailer, it's like seven minutes of gameplay, like that type of setup. Yeah. Okay. And maybe they yeah. have like devs talking about it. Real quick, over under uh, five minutes of Spider-Man Two gameplay. Do you think we're getting over five minutes or under over. five minutes? Over. I think it's like with Miles uh, Morales, the last showcase. They gave us like seven or eight minutes. It's hard to say yeah. because something tells me they're going to want to focus more on FS16 just because it comes out sooner. But they've also done also a lot of stuff for that already, so I, it's hard to Keep tell. It's mind. hard to say. This is Sony's, like, their own personal project that they yeah. own. True. So they're yeah, probably going to show off Spider-Man more. more. Yeah. I think it'll like, be yeah. over, but not by a lot. Maybe, like, seven minutes. Yeah, seven to eight minutes. Okay. Uh, it'll it'll be like the um, when they originally showed off for Spider-Man, they showed off like that whole mission with the helicopter. Like it's yeah, gonna be something yeah. like that. It's gonna be like a very exciting like 
uh, QTE mission just to show off, like, look how pretty our game is and all this cool action. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, what about you, Fusion? What's your first one? So at this point, I'd be surprised if it wasn't here. Maybe it won't be here, but I do think we get the multiplayer Horizon game from Gorilla. I think oh. at this point it's going to hit. And I think it might be. I don't think it's a dream to think that I, a summer 24 release, 2024, I think it's going to hit. I think we're going to see a release. I think it's going to be Monster Hunter style because those are the rumors. We've already seen a little bit of leaked gameplay. It had like a different visual, like than the base games like it was different art style it's going to be co-op but i do think at some point like they have to show that game it's been in the work for like five or six years now mm-hmm. i think we finally see it if it's see, summer like... next year i don't think they'll show it now i'm being yeah, honest that's... you think i i think they could i mean see, here's could, my thing about it i don't even think it's summer next year I, that's the one thing I'd push it could be later i if think it's late, if it's later there's no way to showing it now yeah, no, the problem I have is that they literally just released the DLC. The the only thing I'm... It's like, Sony... We know Sony has at least 10 live service games in the works. At some oh, point, they, yeah, have, they, they, do, they, they, they have they have to come out. They've talked about... And they, I'm almost uh-huh. certain when they announced that, they said that was by 2025. These games uh, have to start hitting. Okay, okay, 2026. Hey, so like, if we get, like... To, we're gonna get like two to three every year for the next couple of years, and like Horizon's been in the works for so long that I think it's one of the first ones. I think you have like the factions, maybe something else, but I think Horizon will be one of the next three. I'm assuming one of us is gonna have factions. Uh, just real quick, Fusion, what comes out first, the Horizon or the factions? Factions, factions this year. I agree. Uh, all right, Moon, what you got for your first? Ah, uh, you took the wind right out of my sails. I was gonna say we're not gonna see factions this year. Oh, because that thing is still just gonna remain like a weird myth of the industry. Like we have seen literally nothing about that game. So I think we I'm see just, it. I, I think I, we do too. I, don't I think know. it comes out in July as well. I think it's soon. That, whoa, no, whoa. I would not ballsy. say that. Whoa, that's. Ballsy. I think it's. I think it's in July. And it's PC and PS5 day one, and it launches with oh, the Last God. of Us 2 PS5 mode. <laughs> is what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, dude added like six addendums. Yo, bench ballsy. You think they want to compete it, with Pikmin 4? <laughs> it's not, I think it launches with The Last of Us 2 on PS5, and it's PC day one. I don't know about that. That's, 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 that's a lot. That's aggressive. They're going to want to like market PS5 Last of Us 2, and they're not just going to shadow drop something like that. Well, it wouldn't be a shadow yep. drop. It'd be two months, but still. I, I, I think it. it's very soon. Okay. Since, so, since we're so divided on factions and uh, all those other live service games, I'm going to say, uh, just to be the pessimist and just bring up a dirty topic, we're going to hear something about the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn remake. Nah. That's canceled. I think it's too early. This is a project that should not exist. No, I fully agree. I, it, it's ridiculous. I, I can't imagine it gets shut It's off setting a bad precedent. Early. We don't need people... Like, to put this into context, this is as if Nintendo, during their E3 Direct that they have later, is going to come out and announce a Breath of the Wild remake. Bench would buy a gay one. Sony already did it with Last of Us remake. Like, they are yeah, not we don't afraid. need this. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We didn't need Last of Us remake either. Well, I'll push back a little bit on that. We didn't need Last of Us remake, but like you have the TV show, and Last of Us 
by itself is just like it's a different tier of video game around the world than Horizon Zero Dawn. Like we don't need a Horizon Zero Dawn remake, even as much as I Last love that franchise. We just don't need Horizon Zero Dawn. Last of Us did have the precedent of you can do a remake and you have the excuse to do a remake, but yeah, Horizon doesn't have the excuse to do a remake. The Last of Us doesn't have an excuse. What are you talking about? It the wrote on the game. show, so it's a weak yeah. excuse, but it's an excuse. It worked it's... so well on the PlayStation 5, the old remastered version of a game that they already had. There is no excuse for why they did a remake on it. Would you push back against a Breath of the Wild remake, then? Since, like, that's a big idea? Yeah, I don't want that either. Who would want yeah, that? Yeah, same. I don't want that either. Um, I'm just asking. Especially now that you're all saying that Breath of the Wild is completely, like, unplayable now compared to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, remake, we don't need I don't think a remake would help. Yeah. Remake's a hard word, but if Switch 2 launches next year and they're like, play Breath of the Wild and 60 FPS... That's not a remake, though. I know, but say it's, it's like... FPS boost. If they make you pay... If there is another disc version, some type of Switch 2 version of Breath of the Wild that costs money and is a better version, so not like a remake. I'm trying to think of like what a... It's like a remaster, like a remaster. Yeah, a remaster or like a cross-gen game, like Call of Duty Ghost, like back in 2014, 2013, when the Xbox One came out. The Xbox One version was obviously better than the 360. You had the two different discs, blah, blah, blah. Like, if they did something like that, I still think that, like, it's not a full-blown remake, but I don't think they'll do that either. I just I doubt they do that. Breath of the Wild anymore. The only... Sorry. The home, Nintendo only got away with all those Switch ports from Wii U games was because they needed to salvage what decent games were on the Wii U to a disc to a yeah. cartridge. And that was like, Lord it's a flimsy audience. excuse, but it, it worked. No, Nobody bought a Wii U, so it was pretty handy. Yeah, that's the Wii, Wii U had decent games, but nobody has a freaking Wii U, so they just put it to Switch where it got much hey, more sales. I got a Wii U, baby. And we <laughs> sold mine. How about you, uh, Wolf? Switch here prediction i'm glad you asked uh my first prediction i'm gonna say the name of a game i bet most of you forgot about pragmata i was oh, gonna shit. mention that but then i switched to horizon just to be controversial <laughs> i think we get a pragmata re-reveal uh with a gameplay and i think it hits november this year oh, oh geez I, I i think it has been long enough they already said they were delaying it from 2022 to 2023 this is clearly a game that they are very much kind of marketing almost as a Death Stranding, like this elusive game, this unicorn game in a lot of ways. And I think they're finally ready to show off more about it. Uh, we yeah, have like, what even literally is it? Like... Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't know anything about it. I think this is the perfect showcase to showcase it off again and show, hey, this game, you know, we put a lot of faith into it. And I think it does hit this year. That's crazy. It's a good one. Yeah. And ballsy. <laughs> it's been three years since you've seen it, right? It was that 2020 yeah. showcase? It was the first 2020 showcase. Jeez. Where's time I think gone? It, that's what's crazy, bro. 2020 is a flop. And I remember <laughs> everyone thought it was Death Stranding 2. Like, from the very beginning, yep. everyone was like, it's just Death Stranding 2? It's like, how? It, it's been like six months since Death Stranding. Yeah. How did they do that? <laughs> like, DLC or something. It just gave Kojima vibes immediately. That, that's why I think it's going to be cool. I, I, that's why I'm excited. I like my Kojima vibes. I'm a big Metal Gear guy. I like. I was there. I don't know. I didn't keep up with like the development. But was there any pushback with like? Did they have to restart? Like, or was it just they I, went I, dark? There was. There was literally no, like it. They just went dark. I heard nothing about it. I remember what happened. It was like 2020. They did the reveal, and then 2022, just randomly, they were like, "Hey guys, 
game's not coming out this year. It's like, we didn't think they were going to come out, but hey, thanks for the update. <laughs> it was so confusing. But yeah, no, I mean, I think they're ready to show it off again. At the very least, I think it's going to be shown. Is it, is it third person? Uh, like, third do you think person, when they show gameplay, like, do you think mm, it will be third person? Yeah, I, I'd put money on that. Um, I guess uh, heading back up to bench, what do you think for your second one? Honestly, I kind of already said the second one for Last of Us Faction, so if you want me to just do my hope prediction, my hopium. Uh, we'll we'll save it for later. We'll save it for later uh, when we all get our hopiums. <laughs> uh, Dark, what about you? What's your second one? Uh, so you mentioned it earlier, but uh, we've been hearing rumors that a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake has been in the works for quite a yeah, while. Bro! And uh, we know with, I think it was Silent Hill, that Sony has signed a deal with Konami, so it's not beyond the realm of, ex- of like ideas that uh, Metal Gear Solid will be shown here. Because we've been hearing about this game for, like I want to say, two to three years now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably reaching the end of its development. I'd like to play my <sighs> yeah. first Metal Gear game, so. So here's the thing. It'll be interesting because this will be. Kojima's not going to have any involvement, which is madness. But the blueprint is there. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like, how much they change. That's like. <clears throat> what do they change? What do they keep? Like, if they change anything at all, maybe it's just a straight port remake of, like, it's just prettier and that's it. That's probably the best bet, in my opinion. Is Bluepoint making I, it? I forgot no. who was. It's uh, Virtuous. Yeah, Virtuous Studios. What have they done? Yeah. I don't believe Virtuous is making it, but ch- that's my hot take. I just don't believe they're I don't, making it. I, I remember they had, um, what's it called? Job listings relating to yeah. remaking a game. And then multiple key people came out and said that they were doing it. It wasn't I just one thing. I mean, I guess Konami gave Bloober Team <laughs> Silent Hill, but I just don't believe they would give virtuous who really hasn't made like a big budget title on their own that big of a remake i mean i could i, I could be just completely off but okay, you so, know maybe sony is actually helping actively with development like they did they helped do that i think if virtuous is making uh, are it, they i don't know they're a support team i think if they're on the project they're supporting but so, so to, to tie into what you mentioned konami does not give two shits about metal gear as you've seen with their uh, relationship <laughs> with kojima they don't really I, care I for like, it I feel like they want to care for it. That's the thing. I feel I, I, I think my real Konami, copium, my real hopium, guys. I think Konami's coming back. I believe. I, I agree. Think with the Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill, I think those are all going to hit. I believe, man. I got to hope. I, I agree. Totally I think they're really pushing to get back into games <laughs> and with their, they really, have the IP. Boys, how do I we really tell Wolf that he's a false hope? <laughs> it's copium. Yeah. I know. They really want to get back into Konami franchises. Nothing would be exclusive. They're My even bringing back Suikoden, right? Yeah, Suikoden's it's... coming back. The one and two remaster. That's this year, I think, year. actually. I yeah, did that year. Uh, also, I was hearing some disrespect from Fusion towards Virtual Studio. Bro, they produced Monster Jam Path of Destruction for the PS3. So, Where's your right, hand let's just... that game, guys. God knows I have. <laughs> they, they're mostly like, a support not, studio. I was just saying, there's nothing wrong with this studio. They're probably great, but like, if you look at just the what they've done, they've been supporting a lot of games. I just don't think it's like okay. This is your first big title by yourself as like a franchise as iconic as Metal Gear. Because I feel like if they nail this remake, everything's getting remade. Metal Gear is just coming mm-hmm. back as a whole. They're remaking all of them, probably in order of timeline. Oh, like, no. and I just don't think you get virtuous by. I, I, know, I don't know much about Virtuous, but like 
in my head, I still think there's a small part that Bluepoint is working on this game. I think they I think, are making yeah. a new IP, but I think part of them is working on this game and Virtuous is helping a lot because Virtuous is a great support studio. They've worked on multiple really good games. So like they have the talent, obviously. I just don't think you give them an IP that known right off the rip and be like, make our first game. Like make your first game being this game. You I mean, did bring up Bluepoint. Yeah, I was bring about up to Bluepoint. And I think what's Bluepoint? Blue I think they're going to show up, but I don't think it's Metal Gear. And I don't know if it's their new IP, but I think they have something. It's been what? I think it's their new they, IP. Nah, they're coming out with the uh, Bloodborne remake. Oh, okay. nah. uh, we have predictions on that one. We have yeah. predictions for that. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I, I really think MGS3 is here. I do agree with Fusion that I don't know if it's just Virtuos. I think it probably think could be Blue Point. Yeah, I think they're the main studio, but I could see like a situation where they're co-developing with Bluepoint or something. Either way, sick. It's going to be awesome. So. Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. Real quick, I've been hearing, do they call this game Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, or do they just call it Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater? Why does it be called I think Snake Eater? Yeah, Probably I think. get rid of the 3 just to confuse like new people. Yeah, I've never played a Metal Gear. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, this is 3, where's 1 and 2? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dream Adams. is just my dream is to be able to play over the next ten years. I'm gonna play all the games remade in order of timeline. Oh, just have that's so like, that's uh, hopium. Okay. Okay. Will five <laughs> actually be a finished game? We'll I don't know. Stop, don't doing. remind me. Your <laughs> five's never gonna get fully finished, and yeah, that that that's definitely a dream because I do not see that happening whatsoever. <laughs> I said it was a dream. It's a long shot. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, you think, what's your next prediction? Oh, sorry, Benchko. Y'all think Death Stranding 2 shows up? No. I assume someone has that for a prediction. I don't. Do you think the uh, Silent Hill yeah, 2 remake none. shows up? No. I, yeah. Nah. That's I this year, it. though, right? Nah. No. They're going to show up. They're going to no. say anything about a year. Okay. I, 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 don't don't I don't have faith in that Silent Hill 2 remake. I'm scared for it. I think it's going to be good, but I don't know if like Silent Hill 2 purists like myself are going to like it. I think it'll be I think, good for newer audiences. I think though. Summer Game Fest, Jeff Keighley has one of those titles. I don't think they have to show up. Yeah, I don't think I they have to show up. He's best friends with Kojima. He's going to have Death Stranding. Uh, well, maybe that's where Pragmata will be. Nah. Nah, I can't. I think Pragmata is a PlayStation show. Sony's been pushing hard for Capcom marketing. So I think it's also exclusive, isn't it? I think it's so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's everything when it comes to Snake Eater. I, I hope it's real. I, I think it's real, but like I hope it comes out soon. Uh, Fusion, what about you, man? What's your next one? So I kind of I kind of stuck with the live service for my two like okay games, and like oh. I know because we're gonna get them. Like it's just the point. PlayStation is there's a little bit of shift in the works where it's just like we're going to get bombarded by live service games. They're always gonna have their premium AAA single-player narrative games. The sad parts. But, but the live services, <laughs> it's coming. And I feel like it's probably too early. It's too early for a release date, but I think London Studios will show their London, like, fantasy game. They're having a live service game in London. Oh, yeah. It's their first non-VR game since 2016, I'm almost positive. They've made VR, like, two games in a row. And they said this game not VR. It's London setting. It's live service. I remember they showed concept art, and there's like dragons or something. I think it's I think it's going to be cool, but I think we do see it. I think it's finally time to see it because I'm pretty sure they've talked about this game for like 
three to four years now, something crazy. And we have seen absolutely nothing but rare like concept art on Twitter. So I think we might we might even get gameplay, but we're at least getting a trailer. And I doubt there's any release date, but like a teaser. You brought up, you brought up uh, live service. Does the Horizon live service game show up? We talked about, or maybe that. the yeah, Horizon. That was, that was the Are you paying attention? Come on, man. He's in the wrong podcast. <laughs> Bro left for a second. <laughs> that was like the Real Monster quick. Hunter like type game. Yeah, that, I think it's gonna be there. Uh, Real quick, Fusion. Um, they revealed the game around October of 2022. So yeah, I do agree. Working they, on it? I felt like they, they said they were working on it forever ago. I can check real quick. Uh, let me pull up the Gamatsu article. Saramano over at Gamatsu. Uh, they don't say anything about how long they've been working on it. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Lost Soul Aside could show up. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know much about it. That's why I was like, I think we'll get it, but like, there's not much to talk about it because, like we said, other than concept art, it looks like it's just some like, it's a high fantasy setting in London. Which huh. like could be cool, but like there's also a lot of fantasy games right now, and like fantasy could just be like oversaturated. But yeah, how do you fantasize know. London, dude? I don't know. The concept art looks sick. I need to have see this concept art. I've never heard of this. It, it looks pretty cool. It's it looks pretty driving over a bridge. Like it looked like it yeah. had a cool like art style. It, it looks very cool. I, I'm looking at it right now. I don't see anything about them. Say, they just said they've like over several months. They've had a lot of ideas. And they oh, yeah. narrowed it down until a few left, but nothing about a time frame of when they started working on it. I can't imagine. Did they have any support at all for like? Did they help with uh, other projects? Did they say? I assume I, they've had like support. I think that I I'm not sure. I know when I was looking at them that their most recent projects have pretty much been PSVR. They've been like a. I think they have one non PSVR game in there, and they've been. I forget. Because they've been around forever, but they've merged with someone forever ago. Because I think London Studios, as like a concept, has been a thing since like 2003 or something. Like it, they've been around for a long time. Uh, they founded in 2002. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah the, it VR. was London Studio that whole time. Okay. Over, okay. over or under for um, three or three games for uh, PSVR two. I think under. I think over. Nah, they're gonna do like a five, six, seven, something like that. Yeah, I was to, I was gonna bring that up. Um, I think they're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of like filler VR games, basically. Yeah, I don't. They're think gonna show them off really quickly. Yeah, it's gonna be a montage, like last yeah. time. Like Real quick, data play. Real quick, Blood and Truth was 2019. So okay, so I, yeah, it's been four I, years. I think it's possible. Since their last game. Yeah, Alex, nah, we're not getting that. I just can't imagine it. I, I think Sony is too dumb to be able to spend the money to get something like Half-Life Alex. honestly. Um, I guess that's it on uh, Fusion. That's a good prediction, honestly. Moon, what about you? What's your next one? All right, time to go full weeb. Woohoo! Um, <clears throat> during one state of play uh, last year or the year before, uh, we got an announcement of a game called Eternites or Eternites or something like that. Still don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but uh, it was Eternals. slated. <clears throat> it was slated for early this year, and then they he put out a, a update saying no, it's going to now be later this year. So I think we get another trailer for that, and hopefully a release date. I was kind of sad that it is going to be later this year because we're going to get bombarded with so many other games. This game is going to get lost on the shuffle. I'm just really interested in this game because it's very Persona inspired. Like the guy is a uh, the developer 
is a very small team. I think it's mostly him with just some outside support. And he says he literally his story on Reddit was I played Persona three through five, like all in one sitting pretty much. And then he decided to quit his job and make this game. So I'm really curious, like how much Persona inspiration is in this game. And from the like the two trailers that we have, it seems really interesting from a action RPG, action JRPG dating sim kind of game. So I'm curious. I'm, I want to see more and I want to play it. So I hope it doesn't get too close to some other big release, like a Spider-Man or something and get lost in the shuffle. But yeah, I'm also more big, of this game. I, I, I'm also a big fan of Persona and I, 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 I think the game looks awesome. I'm really excited for it. What month, if you had to like pin it down, what month do you think? It really depends on, cause we know almost nothing after like almost July, August right now. And we know those months always get filled up real quick after E3. So it's hard to say if like if I want to be safe, I would stick it in like August, maybe even October, because I think a lot of games now get out of October, head more into November. So maybe like early October, it depends on where Assassin's Creed is. But granted, a game like this and Assassin's Creed has a very different audience. So maybe you could kind of share the spotlight around that time with an Assassin's Creed. But Let's just, I just don't want it near a Spider-Man. I don't want it near Starfield. I don't want it near all these other mm-hmm. supposed big releases. Or a Pragmata, if you're saying it's coming out this year. What was that other big game you said was coming out? Like this November? Who said uh, that? Pragmata, I said November. Oh, you said Pragmata this year? Right? Yeah. Yeah, don't want it around that either. Yeah. I, I mean, um, I guess anyone else got any thoughts on it? I think it's August as well. I would put money on that. Considering yeah, he originally I'm... scheduled for like early, like he says, like spring 2023. So it's got to be near completion. So maybe yeah. he can get it out before the big onslaught of big AAA games coming out for the holiday season. I remember seeing it and being interested, but like as a non Persona fan, never played Persona. Like I played Persona I'm, first. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely less excited than you guys, but like I hope it's good. I hope it's yeah. good for Moon's sake because he's really excited for I, it. So I really hope it's good. <laughs> That's the thing. I could see it being... Uh, like, I also wanted to be hit just because it's like this indie guy, like, literally by almost by himself making this game. So, like, I, yeah, I want to I wanna hope for their success. It's a super yeah, cool story. And it has a cool name. Next, Toby so. Fox. Um, okay, my second prediction. Uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal reveals. I think <laughs> they're going to reveal this game with the show coming out that everyone keeps forgetting exists. Starring Anthony Mackie, that still does not sound like a real sentence to me. Uh, I actually think it's going to look good. <laughs> I think the game will look good, and it's going to be slated for an early 2024. Is it live service? 100%. There's no way it's not. So is it? do you think it will be like Rocket League, where you're like, not obviously car soccer, but the point where you're like, you're customizing everything about your car, like you're getting... You are going to see a battle pass on screen. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, that's okay. Over under. Awesome. We get a new trailer for the show during the showcase with the game. Under. There's no way. There's, there's no way. There's oh. no way. If that's I see weird. a trailer, I'm gonna leave the call when it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing Jim Ryan a personal email if I see a trailer. <laughs> I'm writing Anthony Mackie a personal email <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Uh, any other yeah. thoughts on Twisted I, I I can definitely see it coming. I remember playing it as a very young kid. Sony's like, all so- about that uh, brand energy right now, so it makes sense. Like, okay, we have a new Twisted Metal in the works. We have the show coming out. Time to announce the new game. It would it definitely it'd be a cool game to add to the resume because of 
the people saying Sony only makes one type of game right now, like throw Twisted Metal in there, like at least they're getting other things. Like that's that's the one thing about the live service stuff is like at least showing all these live service games, hopefully they all look different enough where they're like, okay, at least Sony's doing something new. Like it's not just these exactly. over the shoulder, super high budget action games. Like at least they're throwing stuff at the wall so you can give it stick. So I'm down for Twisted Metal. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be a thing. Uh bench. Time for our dream predictions. What you got for me, bud? I think we get, finally, after people wanting it forever, Bloodborne 60 FPS. <laughs> Damn it, that's mine. That's mine. On PC, <laughs> launching in October. Oh, uh, that's my and... prediction as well. Bro is gone. <laughs> Swinging for the fences. <sighs> God, I, I wish. I think it I is wish. possible Blue Point could have been involved, and it's not a full remake, but it's a little more than just an upscaled, better frame rate. I think it could I, be a little more. I genuinely think the only reason Bloodborne isn't at 60 FPS is because of From Software. And they're like, yo, we're too busy to be handling that. <laughs> I think they wanted some involvement. I think they've had a little time since Elden Ring to, if they they wanted to kind of oversee it, even though that was like going on before that. I think it's a little expansion. more than But I, I yeah, think they're... they, it's not, I think they have, I think this is happening finally and it's coming out in October. I'll tell you now, they're working on their next big game after Armored Court and the Elden Ring expansion. Like, there's no way they're not. <laughs> like, FromSoft sure, has, like, 20 things at once. But FromSoft is also huge. Yeah. I think this... But I also think that this is not a free upgrade. I think this is a new oh, release. Oh, no. There it and is. I think <laughs> there's no paid upgrade or whatever. I think you have to buy the game, but it'll it'll come bundled with DLC, but I think... I don't know if it'll be seventy dollars, but if it's a little oh. more than a remaster, it could be seventy dollars. It's gonna be seventy. It's, if it's seventy, oh man! I'm if Last of Us Part One, I'm gonna buy it again. twice. <laughs> they can do it because I finally want to play Bloodborne, and I'm waiting. Me too. It's I'm right there with you. I want to play. It. I'm not playing that game at thirty FPS. I'll, I'll just say it right now, Bloodborne is like top ten favorite games of all time for me. I love that game so much. It is so hard to go back to that game. Does yeah, not that's, run that's well why I do. Everyone's always like, it's so good, but. You like if you go back to it now, you're just not going to get that experience. So I, I'm going to hold off. Bro is always on the Sekiro better thing. Yeah, <laughs> this is not the, the podcast. This is not the podcast, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna save that for the future episode. All right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, fight, 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 fight. The Sekiro remake in four years. Get ready. Oh no, I'm ready. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. No joke. Yeah, I think. Well, it's been memed into oblivion. I do think Bloodborne is going to come back. Dude, not a remake, but a dude. little more than a remaster. Full I mean, it's my prediction as well. I just, I don't think it's going to be a thing. That's why I put it as, it's so funny how just saying Bloodborne 60 FPS is a dream <laughs> prediction. Like, that is depressing how we've reached that point. But it's yes, also the point where it's like, if that does happen at that showcase next week, nothing else matters. They won. <laughs> they won. If Bloodborne mm-hmm. Remake is real, they It'll won. be massive. Imagine the showcase of a Bloodborne remaster and Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. That's as, like, I'd cry. That's literally tailor-made for me. Basically. Know, it's, like, it's made for Wolf. <laughs> and that was uh, like, crazy. You think Elden you, Ring I... DLC shows up? No. You think Elden Ring DLC shows up? No. No way. No, I, yeah. I, I don't think so. Oh, you don't think? I think Jeff has I think it could be... Yeah. Uh, Dark, what about you? What's your next dream prediction? So you mentioned earlier that uh, you know, your favorite game of all time. Well, this prediction of mine is one of my Buddy. favorite games of all time. And I do think that there's a chance Final Fantasy IX remaster or remake to be shown 
Death Tank 2024. Mm. I don't know. I think is that it was part of the NVIDIA leak, and quite literally everything on that leak Every, has been yeah. proven. <laughs> so I that believe that it exists. I know it, it exists. exists. I think so they're going to wait. The remake, I think it's going to be like how Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition was, where like they didn't change anything besides the visuals. Like the visuals got a remake quality, but the game's still the same. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just how, like I don't think there's gonna be voice acting or anything. I think it's just gonna be a super updated version of the game, and they probably fix It'll whatever bugs it has. More but than I, a remaster, less than a remake. Yeah. Okay. That is my just twenty twenty four. Rebirth, huh. they might show. And sixteen's guaranteed. But Rebirth could show and give it a date if it's early. It next does week. make some I, sense because they want to like sprinkle in like Final Fantasy projects around seven remakes. So we get Final Fantasy sixteen this year. We get nine remake next year along with Rebirth. So it's like they're putting out like two Final Fantasy projects a year. Fourteen expansions also next year as well. But no one cares about fourteen. No one cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> That that's if it is true, like if this is like the type of like remaster with just the visuals, I do think it might be multi-platform. If not, just the Switch might get it as well. Besides Sony, mm-hmm. if this is a thing, but yeah, that's, that's my dream prediction. I think, yeah, I think we see Rebirth, and I think it gets a date. I don't see a thing. We see Rebirth. I don't no, think so. they don't want to step on Final Fantasy sixteen yeah, toes with the Rebirth talk. Yeah, we'll see. If anything, they could uh, also do another seven remake. Will seven event like they did last year? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we're going to get it. Fusion. Final Fantasy in general. Right? Fusion, what you got from me, buddy? Fusion's going to say GTA 6? No, no. no. Don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> we're not opening that I, can of worms. <laughs> I wrote two, and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do. So Just throw them both out. Just, just throw them both, that's fine. It's a loose podcast. My, my, my first one was, I think, Team Asobi, full-scale Astrobot 3D platformer. I think it's finally going to be shown. I, I, think it's gonna be, I wish. I think it's going to be VR and non-VR. But I, I don't think there's going to be no release. I don't think they will show release date. I think it's too early. But my gut says holiday 2024. Jeez. Hmm. I mean, I, it's re- in, I, I want it. That game, You're saying we'll save our words right now. Astro Flavor boxed with the console in 2020. They've ha- they have to be working on something big with Astro. Like At that point, Astro is a mascot of PlayStation at this point. They just have to. There has to be a 3D platformer in the works, like a full scale one. And if if it is, it has to be at least soon, like 2024. That's four years. It just feels hey, right. I don't know. Fusion, can you shut down the stream for me just real quick, just so I never have to think about it again? Jack Ford, <laughs> developed by Team Asobi. Just oh. shut that down for me. Uh, that'd be dope, but I don't know. No, no, just shut it down for me. Just shut it down for me. Just tell Maybe. me it's never gonna happen. <laughs> I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you, there's a chance. No, see, the problem uh, is it's going to happen, and it's going to be as good as Sly 4. Oh my god, I would cry if we ever get a Jack 4 or Sly 4, dude. That's like my most wanted games ever. So there was that one, and then my other one's just like a, this is really, really dream, and it's very small, and I threw it out there, but I think we get the tease of Cory Barlog's new IP. I think and that could happen. A, That's it'll possible. Be, it's going to be sci-fi, and I think the thing is, I think it's going to be marketed as an open world rpg i think he's not doing a linear video game Starfield. yeah really an open world rpg i think it's just like it's going to be one of those like the ragnarok trailer in 2020 where it was just a a title drop it might even end the show or something but like people are going to know Corey is involved and they're going to be so excited 
I think we just get it at some point. Yeah, that sounds like something they do at this kind I of showcase. Sure I think the end stinger. What's up? I'd say it'd be the stinger at the end. Yeah, yeah. that's what, like I said, like they like to drop like just something really massive but very vague at the end of each of these showcases, and like yeah. anything Corey is working on at this point is just going to be massive. Like people are going to see that and they're going to eat it up. So it's like just, yeah, just do like. Donate Santa Monica yeah. Studios. That's all you need to exactly. put. Exactly. Show some stars or something. Do something just so people know like what genre it is and that Corey's behind it and they're going to be game. Yeah, no. I th- I actually do think that's a possibility. I'd put like 50%, honestly. What about Wolverine? No, no. Wolverine, they're waiting for Spider-Man. Yeah, they're waiting for Spider-Man. I think it's possible, unlikely. So close, I would think it could, but like with Spider-Man being so close, they have no reason to. But also... Almost every single one of these showcases, Insomniac has showed two games. Like they're always showing, like they're they're showing so many they, projects. They have like behind. five thousand developers or something. Like I don't understand how that company works. They are they, so Sony much. bought them for the best price ever. They stole them. Seriously, seriously, I don't understand how they're. This it was like two hundred million. Good. Sunset like, Overdrive yeah, two. Very short. I, I that is one thing. Sunset Overdrive port. They've been talking about that. Do you think that's I, a possibility? I, no, I don't think Xbox is going to give them that. Put the record. Well, no, because they, they own the IP. Yeah, they they, they oh, own that IP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I mean, maybe not. But what's the point? What's the point? The Sunset Overdrive. The whole point of it was that's like, I want to say physics. Was it physics engine? Where like when you uh, jump around and stuff? Is that physics? They have like yeah. it had really like, good movement. movement. They yeah, had really movement good was wild. Yeah, their movement's better in. Spider-Man. You want a move thinking to space Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like they're uh, just a remaster. It was the it, it was the blueprint for Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Moon, your dream. So my original one was going to be the Persona 3 remake, but now we're getting some weird leaks, rumors about it possibly being at the Xbox showcase. And the more I think about it, the more I'm starting to believe that. And then I thought, okay, so I won't really do that. Then I thought. Oh, Kingdom Hearts 4, but no, no, that's way too far away. And so I'm just going to go really balls to the wall and say, I'm going to lean on what Fusion's been talking about with all the live service games. We're going to get live service PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2. I will literally cry if that's real. (laughs) That's my most wanted thing ever. (laughs) It's like, I want that that franchise back so bad. (laughs) More than anything. Dude, just a quick story. That was, honest to God, probably one of the most excited I've ever been for a game. Because it was like, it's PlayStation Smash Bros. And I remember for um, like two months straight, I forced myself to like that game. (laughs) I told myself, this game's awesome. You know, the critics were wrong. The fans are wrong. This goes crazy. And then just like recently, I played it. It's like, this is absolute dog shit. (laughs) And I want a sequel so badly that hopefully fixes it. I was so into that game. That was like my first like time that i spent a lot of time on a game forum just like waiting for like the latest news the latest rumors and leaks and i drove so far because gamestop uh, at certain locations was putting out like uh, in-store demos like it was in their little booth things that you can play on their playstation i drove oh, yeah. so far to play one because there was like very few gamestops actually had those demos i was so into that game it, it was that could have been so much more they just kind of fucked it up honestly they, they there was such a good idea there they have so many franchises now though that like if it is real so many characters just so many oh my god it's so insane. many things can be done with that game and do like, they I actually put in spider-man like their version of spider-man no i don't no. think so 
So, so here's the thing with Spider-Man, because people get this next up. Sony does not own Spider-Man or the Insomniac version of Spider-Man. Marvel movie owns rights. it. It's just, yeah. yeah. The only thing that they own is the movie rights. Yeah. I think... Do you think they put Evil Cole? Did they do it again? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll get Delson. Oh, not Delson. Yeah. They'll just they'll just wreck on like this whole thing. Like, no, we don't have to worry about good call, bad call. We'll just put in Delson. Oh no, he Delson. Um, all right. Well, I think that's all of our predictions. Anyone got last minute? Like, uh, you have your oh, wait, what? Oh, you're, uh, your 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 oh, dream my, one. My dream was Bloodborne. Yeah, his was yeah. Yeah. I just point out one thing is it's interesting. Bungie, like Bungie, is now with PlayStation, and it's like Too no soon. one knows what they're doing, and they have so many IPs like. Do you think they show up at all anyway? Like, no, yeah. there's no. nothing at all from they're Bungie. just support right they now. Don't, they don't have that many IPs. They have, I mean, like, not IPs, just, they're just that's the they 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 that they're working on. Yeah, that's they what I mean. I, mean, I went, they have a lot of they have like multiple multiplayer projects that they said they've been working on. And it's probably it is probably too early. It's just odd that, like, early. that yeah, they're kind of there. They're gonna reveal by themselves, I would assume. I don't think it's at a PlayStation show. I think they have one other project in development, but I assume that's really early. So I don't think Bungie's here at all. But it would be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. I mean, maybe some Destiny stuff. Yeah, I could. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what's going on in the Destiny Two world, but they could have something. Uh, I guess that's it for the PlayStation show. Uh, hype levels one to ten. How are you guys feeling? Seven. I'm at seven. Right. Seven to eight. Good. Dude, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm at like 11. Nine. I'm, I'm like an 11, bro. I'm ready. I mean, it's been 20 months. 20 months since the last PlayStation showcase, and the last two were bangers. Like they took the True. internet by storm those weeks. Like this is not like they're setting this up. Like event. Tim Getty says all the time, I'm kind of funny. This is the second phase. The second mm-hmm. phase of PlayStation Five is about to hit, and we're seeing it next week. So I'm ex- like, the sky's the limit with the showcase, in my opinion. I 100 yeah, agree. Good. This is going to be a big deal. Uh, okay, so PlayStation Showcase done. Obviously, we're all excited about that. Now, I actually have some small topics here. Basically, I'm going to go over these. If you have anything to say, let me know. First up, the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer. I don't think any of us are really that big into Mortal Kombat. I will go I over the extra... Oh, okay, cool. You can talk about it. Uh, there are some extra details. Uh, this comes from Mokami Games over at Twitter. Uh, reboot confirmed. Cross-play, cross-progression post-launch. Beta in August, uh, cameo fighters with a K, because they are really funny about that. <laughs> Unique roster of partner characters to assist during matches, immersive story campaign, and pre-order to receive Shang Tsung. Uh, it, I watched the trailer. Uh, it looks good. Very much a CG story trailer. Not a lot to go off of. Uh, it just very much is Shang, um, what's his name, Liu Kang, creating a universe so he can kill his friends, you know, like a true fire god would. Uh, I don't know if anyone got any thoughts, so what about you, Dark? It looks goofy as hell. I would be completely <laughs> honest. So I mean, Mortal Kombat I know we didn't get. Goofy. I mean, it's goofy, but like the whole premise of it, it's, it's supposed to be a reboot. If you're gonna reboot it, just reboot it fully. This whole thing of Liu Kang make from the other universe is already gonna convolute things, and he made a universe for his friends to die. It makes zero sense when you think about it, especially when you know who the type of character Liu Kang is. On top of that, they showed the designs for some of the characters, and it wasn't impressive whatsoever. It's actually dull designs compared to like Mortal Kombat X. Where when that reveal trailer, some of the designs were fucking amazing. Yeah, well, that's because that's this whole thing. the whole point of this thing is to start back at the basics. It's not even close to the basics though. It's like apparently that like like you said, there's this whole cameo 
fighter thing. Like they're redoing the whole fighting system of how Mortal Kombat plays. At least that's what they're alluding to. So they're just starting fresh over with everything. Besides Liu Kang. Yeah, yeah besides Liu Kang. Just I, don't know. I, think I think the reason why they didn't do a ex- <clears throat> an external reboot and set and, and said went for an internal reboot, like in-universe reboot, is yeah. because they already did an external reboot. They Mortal Kombat 9 was the reboot. So you then you have this trilogy of 9X and 11. So like, okay, we don't need to already do another reboot. Let's how about let's do a story related reboot. So I mean, it's, at least That's they're doing, doing something different. I, I, I don't know. I, th- I I'm interested to see what they do with the story. I'm very much like an outsider when it comes to Mortal Kombat. I just watch all the fatalities on YouTube and call it a day. But uh, I I think it's going to be a good one. I I can't imagine they would mess it up like 12 games in. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because they have this whole assist thing, assist thing now that's like other games have done where you build your you have your character and then you try to build a fighting style around picking another character to summon in like Marvel style to extend your combos pretty much. So it'll be interesting to see like how they flesh that out and what they do with it. Um, I think the box art looks sick. That's about it. I don't, I don't know much about it, but the box art on a PS5 case would look pretty cool. Hey, PS5 case. <laughs> uh, so next part, uh, topic, I don't think there's much to talk about here. Sega thinking about increasing game prices to $70. Uh, this comes over from Tom Ivan over at VGC. Sega Sammy... C- Sega Sammy? Oh, yeah, I forgot that's what they're... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sega Sammy CEO Haruki Satomi and CFO Koichi Fukuzawa were asked about the possibility of raising game prices during a Q&A session following the publication of the company's full earnings report in April. In the global marketplace, AAA game titles for console have been sold at $59.99 for many years, but titles sold at $69.99 have appeared in this last year, Sega said in a newly published English transcript of the event. We would like to review the prices of titles that we believe are commensurate with price increases, while also keeping an eye on market conditions. So very much just an article going over how Sega is very much thinking about the idea of $70 games. I don't think it's that crazy. A lot of companies are tar- starting to transition into this. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, 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 everyone's going to be doing it at some point of another. Yeah, yeah so not much. There's, there's more $70 games at this point than there's not. So like, who cares? I guess I don't know. It's just everyone's yeah. going to do it. Like, if people are buying games at $70, we're getting all games at $70. Exactly. Sonic at seventy dollars, um, barely worth sixty. Uh, sorry. Uh, this uh, next project or next news story, we got uh, Tom Ivan over at VGC yet again. The European Commission has cleared Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Very quick and uh, simple. The approval is conditional on Microsoft fully complying with several commitments related to the cloud gaming market. The ruling arrives shortly after the UK's competition regulator decided to prevent the $69 billion deal, which it claimed would stop the acquisition from happening globally, while US regulator, the FTC, is also suing to block the merger. Uh, not really much to go over. I mean, we've been talking about the uh, Activision Blizzard deal for what it feels like three hundred years i swear to god this deal never ends uh there was the fear that the eu would not um go ahead with the merger but it seems like they are the big one to clear it and i think i heard recently china also cleared the deal i might yeah, be wrong cleared it the other day yeah so i think I everyone mean, cleared it besides like two people and like yeah basically what I've been, i'm not saying it like i haven't been up to it, but from what i've been reading they've been they denied it someone off of the idea of like also, like a theory, which can be easily be disproven, apparently. So I don't know. It's a lot of back and forth. Yeah, so it seems like CMA is really the big roadblock ahead of them. 
I mean, at this point, we're just gonna have to wait for more updates. I I don't really want to go too much into the Activision Blizzard deal because that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Uh, next news story we got over here: Zelda reaches 10 million sales. Uh, it comes over from Benji Sales over on Twitter. Uh, the Nintendo has announced the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has sold 10 million copies in three days. Biggest launch by far ever for the Zelda franchise and matches Pokemon Scarlet and Violet same 10 million three days performances. Uh, I don't yeah, think anyone's too surprised about these numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zelda, big IP. Obviously, a lot of us have been enjoying Zelda. Um, and also, a quick little thing I noticed, Zelda producer states that the Breath of the Wild format will be the format going forward. This comes over from uh, Ed Nightingale over at Eurogamer. Uh, without great enough time, this is a quote from Anuma. Uh, I think it's correct to say that it did create a format for a number of titles in the franchise that came after it. But in some ways, that was a little bit restricting for us. While we always aim to give players freedoms of certain kinds, there were certain things that format didn't really afford in giving people freedom. Of course, the series continued to evolve after Ocarina of Time, but I think it's also fair to say now that we've arrived at Breath of the Wild and the new type of more open play and freedom that it affords. Yeah, I think it's correct to say that it has created a new kind of format for the series to proceed from. Uh, very much stating that Breath of the Wild format is the format to stay, and I am personally here for it. I am a big fan of this format. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, the format works. Yeah, I agree. They just need to change maps up and stuff in art style, but if they keep doing what they're doing, it's going to be very successful for them. I just hope we get some uh, other <laughs> Zeldas of like that Ocarina of Time style, because I do love the Ocarina of Time style. We're going to get the Twilight, uh, Twilight port in Wind Waker. I Grezzo, but that's I don't some 2D stuff. I don't think they're going to go back to that style though. I think those are like Oracle remakes. I think that's what's next from Grezzo. I agree. Um, so that's the Zelda news. Uh, big news topic over here: GTA Five has reached Jesus Christ 180 million copies sold, and Red Dead Redemption Two has sold 53 million copies. This comes over from Shinobi on Twitter. I mean, these numbers are absolutely ridiculous. I think this actually yeah. makes GTA V the second best-selling game of all time, right behind Minecraft. I mean, yeah. at this Minecraft point, GTA Six that's going to be the biggest launch in history. It's pretty insane. Yeah, it's going to be the... I've unfortunately, like, three of those sold copies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually Two surprised, like... I know Red Dead's a huge franchise, but 52 million for that game, where it's like, they have not supported it has that the game. Rockstar logo. Like, the yeah, Rockstar they... logo is strong. Since wasn't strong games, enough to keep L.A. Noir alive. That game hasn't gotten post-game, game, much post-game like stuff added to it, and it just yeah. continues to sell. So like that, that's pretty crazy to me. Like, that's over fifty million. It's on sale quite a bit. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, I it's mean, on I'm PS a, Extra now. I, I'm a big fan of Red Dead Redemption too. I, I I did play the online for a bit. It's great. It's just man, they just stopped supporting that completely. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, at this point, GTA 6, that's pretty imminent. I've been hearing rumors of it 2024. There's there's uh, that rumor about it timed exclusive to PlayStation. That's, that's <laughs> funny. There is no you way. funny man. That's not, that's not even a rumor. That's like, you be delusional. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, that's, that's someone smoking something. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there's no way that's real. Uh, and then last news story of the day. 
new Dead by Daylight games in development at Supermassive Games, Midwinter Entertainment. This comes from Sal Romano over at Dematsu. Pretty quick story. Supermassive Games is developing a new single-player interactive story game that will offer an intense narrative experience filled with powerful life-or-death choices set within the backdrop of Dead by Daylight. More information will be announced later in 2023. Um, I don't really have much to say here. I, I don't like Dead by Daylight. I've tried it. Did not do anything for me. I don't know if anyone here... Yeah, I'm not really into Dead by Daylight, but I am into the uh, Supermassive games. Like, they are weird and kooky, but I like them, at least the ones that I play. I've only played the first uh, two of the uh, Dark Anthology, Dark Pictures games. Still waiting for them to release a third one on a service. Because I've been playing them all either on Game Pass or PS Extra, so I'm waiting for the next one to come. Like, why am I paying, like, $40, $60 for this eight-hour, less-than-eight-hour game once? Basically. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I, uh, go ahead, Fusion. I'm basically the, I'm the opposite. I love Dead by Daylight, but Supermassive Games just they don't do it for me. Every time I see wow. the new one, I'm just like, and I love narrative just driven games, but their games just seem so I don't want to say low Cheap. budget because that's not mean. Yeah, but they just like. Have you played the Quarry yet? I have not, and I've heard okay. that's like that's their best one since Until Dawn. But like just yeah. the. Yeah, it just seems like the non dark dark picture yeah. games seem to be doing better. Like until dawn, uh, the quarry seemed to be doing better than the dark picture. Although I'm hearing now, yes, the dark pictures one and two games were very mediocre. But I'm hearing the third one, which is House of Ashes, House apparently of picks Ashes up. Really is picks up. So I haven't heard much about the fourth one, so I don't know about that one. But I hear House of Ashes is actually pretty decent, so I'm waiting to play that one. The fourth one is that's all right. Yeah, they're just like they seem like. They've ran with their gimmick, and they haven't. I I haven't played a lot of the games, so you can correct me fully if I'm wrong. But I feel like they have not. They still have not reached their potential with what they're doing. And it's like maybe I doubt the Dead by Daylight game is where they hit it, but it's possible if they have the back lore now of the Dead by Daylight to work with. Because I guess it depends yeah. on how they work with. No, the real Dead by Daylight news is Nicolas Cage coming. I was to the about game. to say that. <laughs> Nicolas Cage coming. I don't know. I mean. I know people. I know a lot of people love Supermassive. They're just not. They just for some reason don't click with me. As a as someone who loves like the Life is Strange games, I know they're not completely similar, but like they're similar enough. It's that it's like, that story driven me make choice yeah. kind of game, like a Telltale. They just, they just for some reason don't do it with me. I don't think they're ever scary as they're like supposed to be marketed as. Oh yeah, um, no, oh yeah, they're all jump scares. Yeah, they're very gimmicky horror. But I need to play the quarry. It's now on PS Extra, so I need to play it. Well, uh, that's pretty much all the news headlines for the week. Uh, pretty busy news week, all things considered. A lot of yeah. And here stuff. we are saying, oh, it's going to be a slow news week, and we're just going to have to do the <laughs> stretch out the uh, prediction for the showcase to make a proper yep. podcast. It's like, no, here's a here's a dump truck of news. Yeah, no, I I will say usually uh, for the format of the podcast we would go into topic of the show. Uh, we made the topic basically the predictions for the PlayStation Showcase this week. Um, and then we would, we would do what we've been playing. We can't really do that. We are really low on time. This is usually a one. This is supposed to be a one hour podcast. We yeah, we're now at almost an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's very much. We're gonna skip that for this week. Uh, probably next week we're gonna actually go over what we've been playing. But I'm actually gonna hand it back over to Dark to handle the outro. Yeah. So thank you for everybody for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next week with uh, more news, and we hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys next week. Any bye. other closing thoughts from someone? Bye. No, no, just bye. Bye. <laughs> be hype. Bye. Be hype for the showcase. Be hype. Let's go. That, that's our catchphrase. Be hype. Be okay. hype. <laughs> Have a great week, boys. <laughs>